This is bourbonblog.com. And it's bourbonblog.com live tonight. We are talking about these wonderful Somrus cream liqueurs, and it's Monica Badlani. She is the COO and partner of Somrus cream liqueurs. They're Indian-inspired flavors, and we have a, a big announcement and a big unveiling of one of your new flavors tonight, don't we, Monica? That's correct, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I have, uh, ever since I found, I think right when you all first began, uh, I met some of your team at Tails, and I immediately was like, "This, these, the flavors are so truly authentic Indian. They're so beautiful for cocktails, or um, or by themselves. Um, just for people that have never tried these, um, let's just do a little overview. Tell us about uh, about Somrus. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, you know, the genesis of this is sort of interesting. Um, we have about ten, maybe about ten years ago. The two co-founders of Swathi and PK Guard noticed that there wasn't anything actually in the liqueur space that represented Eastern flavors at all, and so they started researching how actually the cream liqueur space in general had very little innovation, and so they decided they were going to create this delicious line of liqueurs, very sexy, very versatile, high quality in terms of like gluten-free, sessionable, easy drinking, all that fun stuff, and so here we are today, uh, essentially 10 years later from the first sort of iterations of the R&D, and we've got three amazing liqueurs that are gonna be on the market. Um, two of them are already on the market and one's about to launch, so. Yeah, these are so these are so tasty, and the flavors are just so deep and, uh, and authentic. So that's part of what inspired it, was there was nothing out there like this, right? Yeah, no, it's quite interesting, right? You think about like how much innovation is out there in spirits in general, and you know, the craft spirits market um, has just boomed. And so, you know, there are so many people out there that know so much about liqueurs um, and just spirits in general in terms of their profiles, at-home mixology, all this stuff. And, you know, in this space, there was really just a handful of cream liqueurs that were that were available in the market until, you know, recently. Um, and so, yeah, this is something that's a little bit different than your typical vanilla, um, you know, and uh, cinnamon that's out there. Well, um, as you know, as I as I've been telling you today, I'm a big fan of um, Indian cuisine and, and culture. And uh, whenever we were trying these the other night, we actually grabbed some Indian food and paired it with these. And it just it really is incredibly complimentary. In fact, in a little while, I'm not going to make a mess on camera, but I'm going to show everybody. I have some wonderful <laughs> samosas and chutneys that we're going to pair these with here in a little while. And uh, they are they are really amazing with Indian food. With like the mango, I felt like I was really sitting down to like the best boozy mango lassi, right? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So we have you know the two flavors that you've already tasted um, are the the chai and the mango, and then um, the coffee that's just coming out. And Tom, I think you got a bottle of coffee before I did. Like it's a little just coming off <laughs> the production line. So. Um, those are the three flavors that are very traditionally Indian. Um, and, you know, I think it's quite fun because people will recognize these flavors, even if they haven't tasted Indian cuisine before. Right. Absolutely. No, these are, uh, these are amazing. And we are very proud tonight. We'll, we'll get to the coffee in a moment to be the first to, uh, really help you unveil the coffee here on bourbon blog. It, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's, it's supposed to capture some of the, um, is it the South Indian, uh, is it called copy? Is that how I say it? That's correct. Yeah. So, you know, everyone thinks about India, they think about chai. So that's tea. And that's really consumed mostly in North India. Um, but in South India, they have this really lovely 
um, Arabica bean coffee with chicory in it. And that's what wow. in that bottle. Sort of like what we, we see in New Orleans with the hickory flavor, but this is yeah. that, it's that Indian flavor with the hickory. Well, it's so funny because it actually comes from the same place. And so it came to India from France and that's where it came to New Orleans from as well. So, you know, think about how connected we were, you know, back in the day, right? So it's really fun. And it's the same chicory flavor that you will see in New Orleans. So we're excited to thank you with the, with the, with that That's incredible. Well, let's, why don't we start off just yeah. for people that maybe, if tell us down below, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, if you've tried any of these Samras, what you all mix it with, or if, if you haven't tried them, uh, you know, first of all, I recommend you try them, but tell us just what you're drinking tonight uh, down below or ask any questions that you might have for Monica. Uh, someone had just asked, and we might not have said it, these are these are all rum-based. So the actual base of all of these yeah. is rum from the Caribbean. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so they're all they're rum-spiked liqueurs, cream liqueurs. Um, and so they're, you know, really um, made with sort of five times distilled rum, uh, cream from Wisconsin. Uh, they're made in the U.S., so they're made with cream from Wisconsin. That's why we call them Indian-inspired, because they're just traditional Indian recipes, but we wanted to make it here. Um, very, very proud to be made in the U.S. Um, and so that, yes. it's, it's quite fun. When people taste it, it's something just very unique and different for them. So You may be the first brand that has brought together Wisconsin, Caribbeans, and <laughs> India. Right. It's a Is it awesome? you, can't, you can't be more diverse than that. I mean, you brought the whole world together here. That's right. We're connecting everyone together. So I like that. I think it's really fun to think about how a product can have um, so many different places that inspire it and that where it's made, and it's and it ends up just being an incredible product. Um, well, let's. Why don't we just start off by trying the? the yeah. Is it the chai you want to taste first? Yeah, let's do the chai first. That sounds. Let's good. do the chai first. And again, there's that bottle once again. This amazing um, bottle that I've never seen a bottle like this uh, um, used for alcohol before that I know of. Yeah, I know. So um, we were chatting about this a little bit too, but it's essentially a modern take on an ancient decanter. So, you know, we, we've got these sort of age old recipes that people are familiar with, um, but we wanted to sort of have sort of next generation cream. So that's where the bottle comes from is this ancient Indian decanter. Excellent. All right. So this chai, um, I've always been a fan of chai. Uh, what, what, what have you put into this chai to make it like? Yeah, sure. Well, first cheers. Yes. Cheers. Is there a, um, is there a toast that Salmas has? <laughs> so this is, I get this question a lot. You know, how do you say cheers in Hindi? And it literally is cheers. Cheers. <laughs> You're speaking. Oh, I can remember that one easily. <laughs> exactly. So um, actually, I wanted you to tell me, what are you smelling on the nose? Because this is a really lovely bouquet. Um, and so it, it took a long time, about four years to develop. And so that the nose matches the liquid. It sort of unveils over time uh, different flavor profiles. Right. Um, um, I think at the beginning, you're going to get a little bit of the cardamom. That's what I was, uh, yeah, cardamom, some of those nice Indian um, chai spices, the cardamom, maybe a little bit of cinnamon. I mean, it has some of those real nice, light, yep. uh, delicate vanilla. Um, it's just really, it's, it's, it's light, but it, yet it has a nice complexity to it. Yeah, so what you're, what you're smelling right there is cardamom, and that's got pistachio, almond, saffron, and rose. And wow. it actually has like a pinch of that of, nice floral nature. Yeah, it has the, the pinch of turmeric in it as well. So it'll be fun when you taste it. I want like sort of the, you sure share what's happening over time because it actually unveils different flavors as you taste it from the beginning to the finish. And, and all of these ingredients, incredibly, especially turmeric, all these things are really good for you too. So. Yes, that's right. That's so right. 
this we can drink to our health here. <laughs> Absolutely. <Really. laughs> so we also wanted to make it so it's lighter viscosity, you'll notice, right? Yeah, it is. Very mixable, but it's also very easy drinking. So yes. put some ice in this and, and consume it, and it's not going to leave you with a heavy feeling at all. That rose, okay, so in the first, I think I get the cardamom, the spices mm -hmm. off the top. Um, that rose, that floral nature really does unveil itself more mid-palate towards the end. Yes. And really just opens up a little bit honeyed. It's just, it's very, um, you know, for cream liqueurs, and there's some good ones out there. I mean, fortunately, wow. it's something that I've tasted uh, since we all tasted Bailey's when we were, you know, a lot younger. Yes. There's been more and more that have come out, but these are, um, as you were saying, very, very light, easy to drink, um, and just uh, so so flavor flavorful and complex. Is there is there a way you all went about putting the complexity into this? That is yeah. it is it tougher to do with cream liqueurs? Well, I think it's very tough to do in general. So you know this the cardamom. If you're familiar with that spice, it's a very intense spice. It is very easy to overpower everything else with just the cardamom, right? So dialing up the cardamom. There's actually two different types of cardamom. There's green and there's um, brown cardamom in there. So, wow. the, you know, the, the idea is that you want to give that the exact right ratio so that you get the cardamom, but it's not overpowering. So just dialing that up and down took a few years, actually, of back and forth in terms of, of, of development of the liquid. And then, you know, essentially a couple other things. The focus here was on how people should feel when they're drinking it versus just the flavor profile, right? So you'll notice there's no real afterburn to this. It feels a little bit like you're drinking a very low ABV product, um, even though it's 13%. You know, so so that was also taken into consideration. Um, and then, you know, the cream allows it to be a very authentic in terms of Indian recipes in some ways. People will be very familiar with this 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 taste if they, they if they have Indian food. You wanted it to be something that you could drink any yeah. season, any purpose, um, whether yeah. it's hot out or, or cool or whatever it might be yeah. with that lighter viscosity, because I think a lot of cream liqueurs we think more for winter or for fall. But these you could you could certainly do um, uh, a refreshing cocktail out of. In fact, I think we both have a refreshing cocktail yes. uh, near it <laughs> that uh, that actually has this all. It all comes back to bourbon too. We got rum, we got bourbon. That's right. Uh, I think a lot of people probably, if you had to guess down below, I don't think they can guess quick enough. But I think most people probably can guess what this is. Uh, this is a, a mint julep that is made with uh, the chai. Yep. Might be the first chai mint julep I've ever had. What? How do, how do we make this? Yeah. So essentially, uh, the ingredients are you're, you're really just adding chai to your regular mint julep recipe. So it's about mm. two ounces of Stormer's chai, um, one ounce of your favorite bourbon, and then half an ounce of simple syrup. And we actually put a little bit of vanilla in the simple syrup as well to, to add a little bit of complexity to that. Wow. And you're going to express your mint just like you normally do. You're going to shake up the other ingredients in a shaker with ice. And then you're going to pour it into a mint julep glass with crushed ice. And you're going to enjoy it. And it tastes a little bit like what does it remind you of? I have a, I've heard that it reminds people of like a, almost like a mint julep ice cream. Um, yeah, it is kind of like that. Mm -hmm. It is kind of like a mint julep ice cream. Um, we, of course, in Kentucky, we always have so many. They infuse mint julep into everything around Derby. Of course, we miss Derby this year. It's going to be in September. Yes. But I'm actually uh, using some mint julep glasses tonight myself that come um, from my family. Uh, mm -hmm. These are about fifth. Oh, these are actually over 50 years old, which is kind of fun. So whenever we, wow. whenever Derby happens, my mom breaks them out, and we we get to use these these old mint julep cups. 
Usually, though, usually we're in um, Kentucky at Churchill Downs this year. Obviously, we yeah. we missed it, but you know, it's nice to have some nice variations on mint julep as we lead up to September. So this is definitely one that uh, I think is going to be a nice twist, like that ice cream flavor, right? Because uh, yeah. the National Ice Cream Day is coming up, isn't it? From what I remember. <laughs> I love these national days. They're quite fun to celebrate things together. You know, it's funny with Derby because we were also going to be taste part of the taste of the Derby this year before it got moved. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and it's quite fun because, you know, mixologists are looking for ways to have innovative mint julep recipes. And so we've been working with some folks down there um, just to, to be able to offer something different. It's, it, it's so reminiscent of a typical mint julep, a traditional mint julep. And then you add the chai and it just adds a, like a newness to it that people aren't expecting. So it's quite fun. So we still plan to see what's happening with Derby, um, you know, in September, September 5th, I think is when they moved it to, right? So right. try to do some fun stuff with it. We're going to be celebrating for sure. We've got, we've got our glasses. They're not 50 years old, but we'll be, we'll be celebrating. <laughs> for sure. Well, we, ha we have some that are newer too. We have all kinds. We have a kind of a collection of uh, mint julep glasses we like to bring out. Now we did get a question, of course, um, uh, Dan, thanks for watching Donald Snyder. Uh, the liqueur sound amazing. Quick two to three ingredient cocktails. Okay, so there's one. Was yeah. the mint julep, uh, and I use kind of a hundred proof plus bourbon in this because I thought, hey, I want to really taste the bourbon. Yes. But I, and I think it's really a nice balance. Any other like real simple cocktails that you think are really nice to do with the with any of these? The chai, the mango, any? Yeah, and so Donald, thank you for the question. I don't even know Donald, but I'm looking forward to getting to know you because that's great. a question that we we can definitely answer. You know that that problem that you know both you have at home and also sort of mixologists are so busy these days. They want simple two and three quick ingredient recipes that just seem more elaborate. So with the chai, if you want to do something low ABV, it's amazing just with cold brew. That's my favorite. Or and you know of course as a creamer, any of them are fantastic as creamers in hot or cold coffee. Um, and then um, the, the chai mixes really well with any brown spirit. I like it with scotch and whiskey in particular. Nice. We were talking about, right? And so the recipes are generally, you know, um, one to two parts of the brown liquid to, to sort of two to three parts of the somras. And then um, we do have some more elaborate recipes on the website with gin and, and vodka as well. So it's, it's very versatile. We've seen everything happen with those. It um, goes a lot of directions, it sounds like. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's important, I think, when you can have something that can go. Lots of amazing images I see on your Instagram. You're, you're pouring these into coffee and also yeah. into tea, yes. into all kinds of things, right? I mean, this can go into yeah. so many places. The mango we see with um, with coconut water, the pineapple one in particular. And again, if you want a low ABV drink, it tastes like a pina colada, but it's like 3% alcohol after you add coconut water to it. Um, and then, of course, the mango and tequila is absolutely, absolutely my favorite. Um, but interesting things, I just heard this morning, someone put the mango over Greek yogurt, just plain Greek yogurt. And that's oh, wow. fun, you know, a fun little thing. So just just put a little mango over the, uh, the just some Greek yogurt. It kind of yeah. livens up your yogurt in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> so so that's quite a great, great plan. Well, let's, let's take a look at the... Um, Add the mango. Here's the here's the mango bottle. A little different. It's a little silver. I, I like the color uh, combo on the bottle here. And um, this is so you got you, you put you put mangoes in this. That's right. We put Alfonso mangoes in this, which is known as the king of mangoes. And I think you'll be able to tell a little bit why. So this is different than the chai. That this is just one clear profile. So it's the Alfonso mango. 
And, um, you know, that's the mango that sort of um, in the culinary world is really considered to be the cream of the crop. Um, and so we wanted to put that flavor and again, high quality ingredients into a, a liqueur. So I'm curious because you will taste more than mango, I think, when you taste this and smell it. Yes. You know, it, it comes out a little, again, it's, it's just one flavor profile, but it comes out a bit more complex, which is quite fun. Yeah, that, that you can really tell it's the real fruit. And, um, you know, I've always been a fan of mango lassis uh, with Indian food. And, and I, as I was telling you, we had some, a variety of Indian dishes the other night and we had this with it just with ice. And I said, this really feels like the best, you know, spirited mango lassi. It's like you're really drinking a mango lassi, but this is yeah a little, a little bit more uh, complex. It's really nice. No, and thank you, right? So that's what we hear from buyers as well, is they want to offer mango drinks, but sometimes they're just too sweet and they're sort of a yeah. little chemical in nature in terms of the mango. Yeah. You really want it to feel like you're, like you're eating a mango or drinking a mango. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, the sweetness is, I mean, you can, it has a nice delicate sweetness, but it doesn't go too far, which many, many cream liqueurs do. Yeah, because you, you have the cream to balance it, but you still don't want the mango to be overpowering to the cream. And that's what is fun about the Alfonso. It's a very delicate mango. And then I don't know if you're picking up on there's some other we always get people saying there's some other fruit, fruit flavors that they're picking up on, like like peach and apricot a little bit, even though they're not in kind there. Of soft notes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Even though they're actually not in there. So it tastes a little bit like a fruit medley, which is which is quite lovely. And where do you think that comes from? from that cream that goes in with it? Where do you think the um, those elements come from? The actual mango tastes like that. So if you have an Alfonso mango, it has this really interesting First of all, it doesn't have the typical sort of uh, threads that a mango has. It's very easy to eat. It's very soft and luscious. And then it has this really lovely um, flavor profile that is just very unique versus other mangoes. So, Excellent. I'm going through the questions here. I noticed uh, Annabelle asked, what part of the process when you're dealing with the spices, what, what part of those spices infuse? Where does, the, where does it all happen? happen right um so yeah so actually the spices that that flavor profile has to be made separately by itself first because it has to be really tweaked to be the right amount of cardamom saffron rose pistachio and almond um, and then it's mixed with the cream base um, afterwards and so you know in order for us to make sure there's consistency in the flavor profiles we we do a lot of work on making the, the spice mixture first it's really good. Someone else asking, um, where can we find these? You're you're a lot of places. Uh, how many states are you in? We're in 21 states now. Um, and 21 so, states. Yeah, it's quite fun. So we have a fantastic where to buy uh, tool on somers.com. And then, you know, so we've been opening up a bunch of new accounts. We just opened up Walmart in Florida, um, actually during the pandemic. So we're quite lucky that we've, we've gotten support of some of the big guys. We're in Total Wine in a bunch of places. Um, we're in ABC in Florida. We're in um, Binnie's and Barn here in um, in Chicago. Wow. And we're in a, quite a few actually, sort of larger larger places. Um, we're in Pennsylvania in the PLCB, which is quite lovely. So anyone just plop in your zip code, and then we also have an online store. So if you don't have it near you, we've seen a lot of online orders recently. Um, you know, as people are sort of wanting some some treats for home. You can get it uh, online. So anywhere you are in the U.S., you can find this. What What do these bottles go for? They're about 20, 25. Depends on where you are. I think they're beautiful. About, yeah, they're, about they're, they're so tasty and complex. And most, I would imagine, a lot of people actually keep the bottle just as a decorative piece. Yes, we we have seen bottle art as well <laughs> from from uh, some of our fans, which is quite lovely. 
you've seen people just keep the bottle and paint them and do yeah we've seen people keep the bottle paint them we've seen people make sculptures out of the bottle or use them for plants so we've, we've seen quite a few things it's, it's, it's quite nice so excellent that's so good and again uh you're watching bourbon blog live make sure you, wherever you're watching this are on youtube twitter uh facebook like this share this bookmark it also bookmark bourbonblog.com forward slash live again it's uh monica Bedlani of the Somrus Cream Liqueurs. So many great flavors, and we're really proud tonight to um, be the first to unveil this on Bourbon Blog. This is the world premiere of yep. the coffee, and um, how was this inspired? How was the coffee inspired? And uh, tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think I was mentioning that you know in India, about half the country drinks chicory-based coffee. And so yes. it's a really popular drink and cold coffee itself, which is just that mixed with milk and sugar uh, over ice is very, very popular. And so again, we just thought, well, we need to make that into a rum like rum liqueur. And so that's where it comes from. Um, but people who are familiar with New Orleans coffee, it'll taste very familiar to them. And that's what you're tasting is that chicory adds a little lovely wow. complexity to the, to the liquid. Um, so we wanted these to be very unique in, in terms of the flavor files that people can find elsewhere. You're going to get some chicory as well on this. And I should probably also say you are the, you know, there's a lot of people putting some nice cream liqueurs out there more and more, but you're the most awarded cream liqueur in the world. Yeah. Well, thank you for mentioning that. So we, you know, we started off with just the chai based liqueur and that year we were named, um, you know, cream liqueur of the year by international spirits competition. And then we went on to win double gold in San Fran. And then we went on to win um, the, Food and Beverage Innovation Award at the National Restaurant Association, which that year no other alcohol had won. So that was quite, quite lovely. Then we launched Mango, again, cream liqueur of the year, again, double gold. Um, and so, you know, we, we realized that people really do appreciate the effort that we're putting in to make these sort of very high quality creams. That's, you, congratulations on that. That is so exciting. See Donald, Donald Snyder of Whiskey Systems is uh, glad to see that it's in Florida. He says he's gonna go pick up some in Florida. So. Uh, definitely, uh, we appreciate everybody who's watching, who's going to be trying some of these for the first time. They're all amazing. There's there's no wrong choice, but the uh, they're all great choices. The coffee will be out when then? We're going to taste it, but the coffee's coming out when? Yes. Yeah, so here's what here's what happened. So I want to announce some exciting news today. So the coffee was supposed to come out in September, but we have just received so much um, you know interest and people requesting samples. And like I said, Tom, you got your bottle before I got mine. I'm so excited. I was so thrilled once I got I, I opened it right away and tried it. <laughs> it's really hot off the press. So we have now buyers who are interested in launching it in August. And so I think we're gonna push up the launch date for this. And so again, if you if you're if you're interested and if you have an account that you normally buy from, just tell them it's available in August a little bit early and, and they can get it. Wow. So you're gonna be able to find this coffee in August. Let's give it a try. I think there's already a lot of uh, and see that wonderful dark. I mean, all the colors of these two. They're all very distinct colors, so you really get an idea. The chai, the coffee, um, the uh, the mango. I mean, these are really just so beautiful. The colors of these are so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. So you, there is a nice, I mean, those nice creamy coffee, kind of almost latte aromas, and uh, that chicory is coming through. Other, There's some other spices on this, too. Are there other spices in this? No, they're not. I think it's just the... The blend of that chicory, I think it replicates sort of the the Indian coffee, um, even though there's nothing else in there. So I'm curious wow. if you taste it. If you, if you, yeah, it's it's quite, it's quite delicious. 
Yeah, it's really, um, it does have, it reminds me, you know, quite a bit of some of the, like we said before, the coffees I've had in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, that spice just, just really um, very, it just, it tastes like the best, like latte, real, these are, this is real coffee flavor. This is real stuff. This is yeah. so good. No, absolutely. And I, I so, can't say which is my favorite, but right now coffee is, I can't stop drinking it. <laughs> maybe even a little bit, you know, it has a little of that mocha, almost a little chocolatey too. It's just, uh, there's so much going on with the coffee. What what kind of cocktails are you going to be doing with the coffee then? I mean, obviously it's great by itself or on the rocks, but any... Um, Absolutely. And so I think coffee, I mean, all three of them are also fantastic, like in ice creams and in desserts and stuff. But I think coffee, what will happen is people will drink it on its own or in um, sort of, again, brown spirits, based cocktails. I made, I don't know if you have this one, but I made another cocktail, which is literally just bourbon, the coffee and some orgeat. And so it's uh, two ounces of Stormer's coffee, uh, half ounce of bourbon. And this was a little bit lighter and half ounce of orgeat. And um, we'll have to make sure that you try this one because it is. I got I, I saw the recipe. I got to try that. So, so what? How did those come together? Tell me how that, how the origin, how the bourbon, how that, uh, how the magic happens. So the the bourbon and the coffee, of course, really sort of are lovely together, right? Because um, they will balance each other in terms of the the sweetness and stuff. The Orgeat, I think, adds that little bit of. So we've got a lovely national brand ambassador, and so she's able to again with you know two or three ingredient recipes bring out a complexity that you can make at home or an establishment can put on their menu right and so she was just playing around and, and sort of added the orgeat and it, it just it just added, it elevated the cocktail to a completely different level i just had the, the coffee and the bourbon on its own and that's also quite delicious as you can imagine um, but i think just sort of playing around with those notes a little bit it was, it was quite a lovely addition that's excellent there are three um Three amazing uh, flavors, I'm sure, as and obviously, I'm sure you're already thinking about other flavors for the future that will just be just as amazing. But for, for now, these three are just so incredible. Do you, did you ever mix any of these together or, or any of these? Would any of these work mixed together, you think? No, I, I think they would. That consumers have done that. I have not personally mixed them together, but um, I think that I think that they would. You know, they do complement. They're, they're very different. Right. And so. Um, I think that um, some of our some of our accounts. I know someone tried to mix the chai and the mango together and made a made a dessert out of that. So that was that was quite lovely. But that uh, that sounds uh, that sounds incredible. And you all have been doing a lot. I know since um, since COVID with your small brand big heart campaign to benefit the children of restaurant employees, and that's obviously such an important cause. Um, you know, so many great causes that are helping out. The rest of the employees themselves, this particular cause actually helping out the children of those uh, restaurant employees. Tell us about uh, about that campaign. Yeah, so Tom, you know, I think we're quite lucky. Um, you know, we as a small brand still grew um, during the pandemic. Um, our sales, you know, depletions this year over last are higher, if you can you know, imagine, which is quite lovely. And so we feel very blessed. We also know that it's because you know, the on-premise community was very supportive of us when we first started and we really needed the, the encouragement, right? And so when the pandemic hit, like that's exactly the community that was the hardest hit. And so what we tried to do early on was that we started, you know, for supporting accounts that we had a strong relationship with. So here in Chicago, uh, Kamiko and Let Us Entertain You, we tried to, because they were all, they all had GoFundMe campaigns, right? Just to sort of say thank you to their employees and make sure that they actually could get some um, some support during the time period, and then right. as, you know, as things went on, we realized that that sort of wasn't enough, um, and so we started this small brand big heart campaign, which is essentially a, it's a little bit unique. So it's 
campaign on GoFundMe. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise awareness amongst other brands and other just people who sort of appreciate Stormer, so our network in general. And so we've seeded the account with a few thousand dollars. Uh, we want to raise $25,000 in the short term. And we invite you know, viewers and we invite other brands to participate with us. And then we want to keep it open because we know that the on-campus um, community is not going to get back to uh, to normal for a while. And so we're trying to raise over the year $125,000 and we will match up to that as well. So, wow. you know, that is what it's, um, what it's about. Um, cause it, at any time you want to say thank you, just drop a couple of dollars into this campaign um, and we will match it. That's, uh, that's incredible. I put, it's kind of a long yeah. link, but I think you could go on to GoFundMe and just search small brand, big heart, but that's yeah. the actual link below. We encourage, um, everyone to, to go on there and support it, share this, obviously share this video, share that link, uh, share everything these uh, these great people are doing from Somers because it really is a, a brand with heart and you will have a lot of passion. It comes through in your cocktails, in your spirits. Um, and really, again, just something that's really brought so many flavors together from India to Wisconsin, the Caribbean rum. The flavors are just so spot on. I mean, these are just, these are so well done and, and obviously very well-deserved uh, on the, uh, awards that you have won, um, and I, I know your 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 uh, your spirits are used in a variety of um, really well known Indian restaurants around the country, aren't they? Yeah, no, and Tom, if you don't mind, I want to say one more thing about the GoFundMe. No, please, please do, please do. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you know, I think that I, I think that I want to mention something about Core because they're a pretty impressive organization. Yes. Um, you know, so Core when 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 the pandemic hit, I think people who could were trying to find um, different ways to sort of give back, but it was tough because there was all these new campaigns that were being started at the time, and you didn't really always know where the money was going, and so we have worked with CORE uh, for a while in, in the past. Uh, CORE has been around for over 15 or 20 years, I would say, and they have always been around to help uh, families of the bar and restaurant community through emergency situations. So they were already set up to deploy the funds right away, and so we knew that we wanted to, to sort of work with. And so and so you'll see some other sort of larger accounts as well, larger suppliers as well, you know, sort of trying to work with core because they actually know how to utilize the funds. And so I wanted to pass that along because I think it's I think it's sometimes tough to know where your money's going. And I think with them, it really goes directly into the people who sort of need it the most. Um, and they help people with everything from utilities to housing to, to groceries. So it's quite a lovely, like there's no there's no expense that's sort of off, off limits, you know, so for, for them. So that's why we chose to sort of support them. That's that's incredible. We put the link down there below too, in case you just want to learn about the- um, Thank you. About the nonprofit. Yes, it's uh, coregives.org, uh, what what great work they are doing. And, and it's still, um, as the hospitality industry, even though many places reopening, not quite what it was, they still do need all the help we can, um, that's right. We can give them so definitely check out uh, coregives.org as well. Um, great work you guys are doing there. That's yeah. Just great. So now I want to answer your question. Sorry, but no, no, that's fine. Please, please. So, yeah. So you know, so on premise is such an interesting space. So like, I'm going to answer it in a couple of different ways. Actually, yeah. you know, most brands. That's really how consumers find out about you is you know through an on premise a menu. They're tasting a lovely cocktail that they've never heard of before because it's you know it's it's it's. Um, you, you, you have a trusted bartender or someone that you say, hey, can you introduce me to something new? And, and that's how you find out about it. And so it was quite fun early on because, like I was saying, we had 
uh, actually both Indian and non-Indian restaurants that were like, wow, this cream is just very different, very mixed right. up. Use it in cocktails versus just after dinner, which is where cream normally sits as your after dinner drinks, right? And so I think you saw that, you know, Jamun in New York has sort of first started with us and put us really in just a simple, simple drink that was just tea and, and, and the chai liquid. And that did really well. Did so well, actually, that um, they talked about launching that in Dubai. <laughs> we launched Dubai internationally as well. So that, that wow. was really, um, We have um, the uh, Epcot Food and Wine Festival did. Yes. Did, they did. Actually, the, to answer your other question about mixing flavors, they put the chai with fresh mangoes and made a, a mango lassi of their own um, that had a chai, chai sort of kick to it. Um, and so that Epcot Food and Wine we've done for a couple of years. And and for there, it was just, again, they were trying to find something new and interesting that their consumers would love. And so when they found us, we, you know, we right away went on that on that menu. Um, uh, in Tennessee, in, in in Nashville, we've got a Burger Republic doing a boozy milkshakes with our with our liquids, and that's quite fun. Um, and Kamiko here in in, um, in Chicago, which is a Japanese, lovely Japanese restaurant and one of the best bars in the world, actually. Um, is doing a variety of drinks. One is the chai flip, so um, using the, the chai in, in, in place of, of egg whites. Um, and so some of these accounts, since we have long-term relationships with them, as the pandemic hit again, another way to help was to give them great sort of to-go cocktail solutions. So yeah. it's interesting, right? So what was happening was that, you know, some of these places, of course we know that bars and restaurants depend so heavily on the alcohol margins and that was going away in their to-go offerings in terms of their food. And so we saw a variety of states across the country um, start to allow to-go cocktails. And, and first it was sort of to-go cocktail kits where you had to sort of offer the full bottle, you know, of, of, the, of the alcohol. Um, and then it became, you know, you could sort of make the to-go cocktail and sell that to go in a, in a, in a usable cup. And so Burger Republic was the very first one, actually, that did their, their boozy milkshakes to go. Um, oh, wow. So we supported that quite heavily. They put the, the boozy, uh, so what, what's our, what are in the boozy milkshakes with your, your cream liqueurs? So yeah, so that ends up being, again, it's sort of, some of them are actually vodka and gin based, so that's a little bit different, but wow. it was the, the cream liqueur um, with that kind of base. Sometimes it has a non-alcoholic base, sometimes the, 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 the um, coconut water, it comes in handy with that as well. Um, and so these recipes are all on the on the website as well. But um, you can make a great 12 ounce drink that's not too alcoholic, which is which is quite fun. Um, you know, Kamiko did hers with gin, so Julia did hers with gin as well over there. So it was it was quite lovely to see what people were coming up with in terms of the offering. That is cool. And and coincidentally, uh, Janoon is actually a place I know quite well. I've hosted yeah. a few whiskey tastings there over the years. Oh, of course. And I was just there, uh, the bartender, Haymont, he was actually in India when I was there in March. I was there for a restaurant show in March, but he and I did a really fun dinner uh, about a year ago there. Yeah. And I love that place. I actually got to go dine there right before the shutdown happened in um, in March when I was there, but I love Janoon. It's such an amazing place. Haymont is lovely. And so you have to yeah. ask him about his Somers. He made a lovely uh, Somers gin fizz actually for us. Oh, wow. Which was which was really nice. He's very creative, and so he is such a talented guy, such a great guy. Yeah, that's so. You're really in the, 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 so many places that that appreciate the what you've done have really embraced Samras and continue to. And I think it's just something that um, you know, no, whether it's an Indian restaurant or any type of bar would right. really it's an amazing offering. But especially to complement the cuisines, this is such such a um, an obvious choice if you uh, if you're going to an Indian restaurant that serves 
this this type of thing, you know, ask for Samras. Maybe they'll come up with their own creation. I think it would uh, really be amazing. I so what's, so what's, what's that? I think they will. <laughs> I hope they. I hope they will. I think it's it's a good compliment for um, for everything. So again, you can buy it online. You can buy it in twenty two states. I'll put the website up there again. Yeah. Um, what is um, what's next for Somers? Then you have the coffee. Any other uh, any things other things come up we want to talk about? Yeah. So we're gonna definitely expand in the U.S. And so um, real quick, we've actually gotten quite a few inquiries from retailers. You know, during this downtime, because I think people have the time to figure out how they want to grow this year. And so both distributors and retailers are reaching out to us, which is which is quite nice. I think that it's quite fun to see that, you know, this is a tough industry, right? And so I think right. like if you're if you're sort of, sort of um, have consumer interest during this time period, it's a good it's a good sign, right? And so we've had um, our, our very first thing what's next for us is to sort of expand uh, with our distributor partners uh, so that we can be national. So right now we work with RMDC um, and Young's and Breakthrough. Um, and then a bunch of smaller distributors as well, but in the states that, that we're not in and we're going to be expanding. Um, so all of your listeners get to not only order online, but go into the store and, and, uh, and discover us there. And then this year we're also expanding internationally. So if you have any listeners that are outside the U.S., um, we'll be touching the Caribbean, um, Asia, and I think probably the U.K. pretty soon as well. So it'll be quite lovely to, to see that. Um, then, in terms of liquid, which might be what you were asking, um, <laughs> we want to really sort of uh, invest heavily in, in these three. Um, in the future, uh, there, of course, will be innovation coming out. And I think what I will do is uh, be in touch with you, Tom, when we do innovate again and, and let your, let your uh, listeners know, um, you know what, what's up next. Um, but in the meantime, I think we're going to just really enjoy having these lovely liqueurs and all, all the the great attention that we're getting especially for coffee as we launch that in the fall you have some um you have some amazing amazing products and it'll be exciting to see um everything that unfolds the new markets you go into and to see what's next and again um perfect any time of the year but i, I do want to go ahead and say it is um uh, national mango day on july 22nd <laughs> So, you know, I, I see I see our friends from um, Man Tripping and, and Chick Vacations, James and Heather, I see you watching there. So they always like National Day. So I'll go ahead and say this. It's uh, Mango Day, uh, July 22nd, and National Ice Cream Day, July 19th, which any of them would work out with. So these are some great excuses to um, yeah. mix with Samras. But you don't even need an excuse just to start. <laughs> That's right. Start wherever. It's just, uh, it's... It's really good stuff. It's very, um, it's just so easy to drink. It's so light. Um, it's so different than other cream liqueurs. And it's, um, and that rum is there too. You do get that rum flavor. Thank it's really know. amazing. It's great yeah. stuff. No, I, and I, I think that's, you know, so when we hear stuff like that, we're very humbled because that was the intent, right? And so I remember someone early on sort of saying, how do you make cream liqueur sexy? And I think that maybe we've accomplished that. So, <laughs> you know, I think that that's, this, this category deserves some love and attention. And I think that, you know, people will really enjoy it. There's another offering out there. I have a friend who um, says that a lot of bartenders are, you know, love cream liqueurs, but they keep it behind the bar sometimes just because it's not some drink that they're super proud of, right? And so I think that recently there are definitely more cream liqueurs that we can be proud of, and I hope we're you know, part of that that category. So that that's quite fun. Um, and uh, by the way, National Mango Day, you just mentioned it. So one of your, I think one of your listeners is going to ABC 
they're doing some promotions for National Mango Day. So oh, wow. the next couple of days, there's going to be some fun um, savings on Somers at ABC. So definitely uh, look out for that. Um, and then, you know, we, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Tom, but we actually founded National Chai Day in September. Um, oh, you did? <laughs> so we, you know, it's quite fun because the National Days are just, they're just fun. Like they're new selling holidays for retailers. And so we, we put a lot of effort into helping support that. And it's just a unique way for us to celebrate with, with consumers a flavor profile, right? And so we um, we knew there was a National Mango Day a few years ago, and we were looking up, well, when is National Chai Day? And it just didn't exist. And so we wrote, there's actually a National Day Registrar. And so we wrote to them saying that we wanted to start it, and they gave us rights to it. So we actually have rights for eternity <laughs> on National Chai Day. But, but what's happened recently wow. is that, yeah, because all these – the bigger days that are, you know, um, a little bit unique that there are lovers uh, and followers of that day. So like National Mango Day, there's definitely lovers of mangoes. There's definitely National Coffee Day, um, that, you know, that, that, that we wanted to follow that up with something like National Chai Day. And so last year we had a few other large accounts, follow uh, large um, um, buyers follow us as well. So like David's Tea and like Marriott Hotel started to actually celebrate National Chai Day. And now we would like to, again, any, any, um, um, you know, restaurant or uh, company that that sort of celebrates chai. We want to celebrate with them as well. So that's what we're up to this year. And then, luckily, National Coffee Day is just right after National Chai Day. And so we think that we originally were going to launch coffee on National Coffee Day in September. And uh, now, with the interest that we're getting, we're going to launch it about a month early. So this, so you got National National Chai Day. You're going to have the National. You have a National Day for all these. Um, of course, we do. And and we, you know, it's funny because two of them, you know, sort of already existed, and when we got to create ourselves, so that that's quite fun. Um, and then, you know, I think what one more thing I want to mention is that you know, for for all of these, of course, there's going to be um, great promotions around the country and stuff. But you know, I think that they're they're a bit broader than just you know, we want to celebrate the, the idea of these flavors with with our consumers as well. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot to celebrate here, and um, a lot of people. Uh, someone watching on Twitter, Moeller says, "Excited for the coffee." Yeah, thank you. Heather Hills saying, "My favorite thing is cream liqueur." She's looking forward to trying those. Uh, someone asked uh, Aaron on uh, YouTube, "Is rum a common base when making liqueurs? Yeah. They're made of a lot of things sometimes, right?" That's a great question. Yeah. So, um, so rum is the common base, but whiskey is probably the more common base, I would say, right? And right. then some of them. You know, some products went from whiskey to neutral grain, and they just have a whiskey flavor profile in them. So you have to be really careful in what, what you're actually drinking, right? So um happens to be the base that complements our flavor profile the best. And so it's, it's quite lovely to be unique in, in that way as well. Yeah, that's, that's really incredible. Um, so again, just available in the U.S. for right now in those states. Right. Is there Are there any plans? I mean, obviously, so many... So many places, as we were saying earlier, I used to live in, in England. I mean, adult Indian yes. food's huge. Are there any plans for any international um, markets? Yeah, Tom, we're getting so many requests. And so I think I we, so. we've been pretty good about focusing our efforts on the U.S. because we want to, you know, walk before we run, right, type thing. But I think the, the, the requests have built up to a level where we just, we actually just hired a wonderful um, guy from, from Sazerac to come join our team and he's going to be heading up our global operations. And so this is a person named Guy May who's just joined us. And so, yes, we are absolutely uh, prepping for international. And I think I could probably announce this now too, but that you'll be seeing us homeless in, in airports and duty-free airports pretty soon. Oh, wow. So 
that yes. may be one of the first places we'll see you internationally. Yes, that's correct. You know, so um, but you're right, Tom. UK is absolutely a natural fit with all the yes. uh, Indian flavors that are in both Indian cuisine and outside of that as well. It's you know, the, the, the Indian spices are used pretty broadly there. Yeah. Well, this is um, this is definitely going to be a good pairing here in a little while. I'll, I, I think most people saw them, but you know, I did I did get some samosas to uh, <laughs> to pair with. Uh, these are all going to be good. I think especially the mango will be good with the Indian samosas. But yeah. congr congratulations on this. I these are all. I don't even know if I could pick a favorite. They're all just incredible. Ask that, Tom, you have to pick a favorite. Oh, tell me what you like about each. How about that? <laughs> I like the fact that the chai is just so light, and I think would would work incredibly well in teas. And it's just um, it's just so easy drinking. The mango, I think, for me, would probably be one of the best to pair with food like um, Indian cuisine. And I love the coffee because it's dessert like. I think it'd be great, kind of, um, you know, with um, it might even be with a cigar. It could be. It's possible. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I'll have to try that. I haven't that, could, that could work, couldn't it? We do cigars every Saturday night here on Bourbon Blog Live, so we may have to, uh, yes. may have to try that. What are these? Uh, and let me know. <laughs> I will. I will try. I'll try the coffee with a the cigar. These that are would all be a great fun. gift set, huh? Cigars and, and cream liqueur. So much. Cream I think liqueur. it could work. This could work. <laughs> this could work. And it's one of those unexpected uh, pairings because you're not really thinking about these unexpected flavors right. that are in. Uh, the cream liqueur. So these are all unexpected um, pairings. Pairings. So um, yeah. So uh, well, thanks. Thanks so much, Monica Badlandi, COO and partner of Somrus uh, Cream Liqueur. Again, if you're just joining us, I see a few folks. Courtney and Unique captured a lot of great people just joining us. We have just unveiled the coffee cream liqueur. So make sure you uh, once this finishes up hit the uh, whatever the equivalent is to the rewind button on your social media, like this, share this, watch all about the new coffee. And uh, tomorrow night, our guest will be Ivy Mix. She's just released a book, Spirits of Latin America. And uh, for those of you that don't know Ivy Mix, she is the owner of Brooklyn's Leenda, famous bar there. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Have you, have you been to Leenda in Brooklyn by chance? No, I haven't. But I yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're, we may we're gonna go through here and see which of these cocktails we can make, and um, do some spirits of Latin. But we went all the way from India tonight, Latin America tomorrow night. We're Lovely. we're doing we're we're going around the world this week, Monica. That's fantastic. And if anyone, <laughs> no, I really appreciate your time, Tom. This is oh, amazing. you're so you're so welcome. You're so welcome. It's really been a joy to chat with you and to try these. Um, Cocktails, the julep was incredible. It just, it mixes so well. Thank you. And for any of your viewers, if you have any questions, uh, please email us at just info at somers.com um, or you know, write to us on, on any of the social channels. And we're, we're happy to, we love, we love chatting with our consumers um, and, uh, you know, sharing fun cocktail usages and all that stuff. So appreciate everyone's support. Thank you, Monica. Great chatting. And uh, as, you, as you say in Hindi, right? Cheers. It's Cheers. Great. Cheers. 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 <laughs> oh, that was okay. We're off.